Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the spooky one, Jordan. How's it going, man? Blowing in the wind at it again. Can you say that again? The spooky one? How'd you say with, that? With the with the spooky one. Uh, yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah, that, I, I like that a lot. Uh, man, it's it's the last episode of Spooktacular, man. I mean, last episode of Spooktacular. You know there what this also are. means, though? What? This airs... Uh, on your birthday. Does it? Sure your does, bir- doesn't it? Yeah, your birthday's on a Friday this year. We drop episodes on Wednesdays. No, 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 the 29th yeah. is on a Friday. Your birthday's yeah. on a Wednesday. Watch me you... retreat back into... <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew yes, when your birthday yes. is. No, my birthday. This, drops on, this drops on your birthday. Yes, it does, it does. And I would like the listeners to know that um, you sent me the greatest, uh, the greatest early birthday present. Um... <laughs> And here's I'm gonna have you say what it is, <laughs> but here's here's what I love about it. it. You're on this trend, and I fucking love it. First off, tell everybody what it is, and then I'll say what the trend is. It is a Dylan's candy bar tackle box full of a variety of candy corn. It is a candy corn tackle box, people. It is a candy corn tackle box. It is fucking amazing. I got, I got, I got goosebumps and chills and like sweat and all, I salivated all at the same time when I looked at it. There's candy corns, bro. I didn't know they had candy. It's not just your garden variety, you know, uh, yellow, orange, white. There's also like there's like purple ones in there. There's red ones in there. There's a mocha flavored one. The, the oh, brown one, the brown ones are mocha. There's candy corn gummies. There's candy corn saltwater taffy, which I'm gonna be honest, I don't really fuck with saltwater taffy, but I'll fuck with the candy corn and anything. Uh, candy coated candy corns, which is just fun to say. Uh, chocolate coated candy corn, all this other thing. And man, I'm gonna tell you, we're loving it. Uh, we're loving it. The kids are loving it. Every, after dinner every night, they get to pick one out. You know what I mean? And they're like, Look "Which one that. am I gonna get?" and stuff like that. So. Uh, really great. Oh, there's red, white, and blue ones too, which are which are my favorite of of the bunch. And so I don't aren't those berry, some kind of berry lemonade or something. I think, man, I, I don't really know. There's there's a couple other flavors in there that I can't quite put my finger on. But I just love the fact that you have this trend now. It's two years in a row or two gift giving occasions in a row. You get me things that like you hate, but I actively <laughs> enjoy. And find you a friend, listeners, who does that. Find you a friend who doesn't try to shovel their wares onto you, but rather, you know, hey, I don't like this thing, but like he does, so I'm gonna get him this thing. It's the candy corn and then the order 1886 Um, It makes you a solid gift giver, man, and it's a gift giving technique that I think I'm going to adopt. I'm stealing it from you. 
I'm stealing it from you. And I know this isn't really Halloween related. We'll talk about this more when we talk about, I'm sure we talk about, you know, the Christmas movies and stuff like that, but I'm taking it from you. I'm going to find, okay, what is it that this motherfucker does that I can't stand? And then I'm going to get it. <laughs> and then I'm going to get him that. Uh, so yeah, no, we've been, we, we've been chowing down on the candy corn, uh, ma- making costumes, man. We're, 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 we're getting ready. We're getting excited. We're, we're getting all into it. Uh, taking the kids to this, uh, big, it's an outdoor, um, uh, thing, uh, uh, here in town. Uh, there's like going to be like, uh, it's like trick or treating. It's at like this big, um, park slash field kind of, you know, fuck I'm talking about one other thing. Uh, and, uh, there's like trick or treating, there's like Halloween games and there's like a costume contest and stuff like that. So, uh, we're really, really pumped, man. We're, we're, we're getting into the season. And honestly, this is in our neighborhood. Um, this is our first Halloween here in our new neighborhood. And like it, their houses here, man, they're, they're showing up and showing out. There's like houses here that are decked to the nines. And what a great way. So we're relatively new to the neighborhood. What a great holiday Halloween is to really acclimate yourself, uh, to a, to a new neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm-hmm. so we're pumped, man. How, how are you? How's, how's all the Halloween planning coming? You know, I went on my, I went to my first costume party for Halloween on Saturday. And, um, so Boothan, he is a Gator Loki this year. Mm-hmm. So he has a Gator onesie and I got him a pair of Loki horns. Now, uh, here's the thing about these Loki horns. I was 3D printing him a set of Loki horns, right? And mm-hmm. I got about, uh, I'm going to say I got about a third of the way through, a little, almost half of the way through, before I realized something. I didn't measure his goddamn hair. I didn't do. He's gonna look like uh, what's his name, Kronk or some shit. From it's gonna be a little tiny little. Yeah, so, on so, so I felt I felt bad because like I wasted. I didn't waste. I used because it's not wasting because I learned something right. Mm-hmm. I learned about the three D printing process and bigger things and like, but I used all this time to like <laughs> build this thing, and then I when I realized I woke up one morning I was like I didn't measure his hair for shit. And so I just went ahead and bought him a set uh, of like horns that have like the little strap on them and things like that. And his costume looks great. And everyone's like, Gator Loki. And I have a TVA jumpsuit, right? Because I was going to go as Boastful Loki and I was going to 3D print myself uh, a Boastful Loki hammer. But then I, I realized a couple things. I was like, here's the thing about the Boastful Loki hammer. Like Boastful Loki's in that John for like two minutes. You know, a lot of people aren't going to make that that connection. He's not holding the hammer a lot of times. I know what it is. But like the most iconic thing from that show is like the TVA right. onesie, uh, jumpsuit, right? So mm-hmm. I, I have that. I got this. So I got this TVA jumpsuit from overseas and you know like i know normally if you buy clothes from overseas you need to get one side one size bigger right mm-hmm. so i rocked an extra large jordan if it don't look like i'm wearing goddamn pajamas yeah like i'm movie, swimming in this john talking about that. i'm swimming in this john right wow. and so i was gonna i was gonna go tomorrow actually and have a friend help me like fit it and stuff like that but here's the thing i realized it ain't even that crucial I wear it. People know what it is. It's fun. It's for one night. It's yeah. whatever. And then the other part of it is that, uh, so the next time I'm going to wear it is I'm going to a Halloween party on, I believe Saturday night, I'm going to a Halloween party. Uh, and I think I might be doing something for Halloween on Sunday, but uh, a Halloween party on Saturday night. And I'm like, I can rock that. So that, And we're just Loki's together. The other thing is I'm playing 
uh, Halloween themed Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday during the day. So I'm going to wear my my Ren Fair costume on Saturday morning, and then Saturday night I'm going to wear. So I'm just going to be costume out on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, sounds like it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, no, I uh, I remember you telling me about that uh, that costume being being too big. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd say rock. It'll be nice and breezy. You know what I mean? It's all big and and you know fluffy and stuff like that. What uh, what's the weather like in uh, in Pittsburgh around Halloween time? Uh, let me, you know, I think it's going to be kind of crappy. Um, like like for tomorrow, tomorrow is, I mean it's going to rain tomorrow morning. But it says on Saturday, 50% chance of rain Sunday. Uh, no cloudy, which is exactly what people kind of want. You know, part of me wants the clear clear sky full of, you know, stars and moon and giant yeah. moon on Halloween. But it's going to be cloudy with a high of 58, though, so it's going to be cold. That's the only thing about this, like, TVA jumpsuit. This mess is thin, mm-hmm. so thin. So I was up there at that party just shivering. And you know, boothing up there in a, in a like a fleece lion onesie. He's like, I'm fine. I'm like, Well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Down here in Texas, it always, it always, it always shows out for Halloween. Like it could be hot on the thirtieth, and on the thirty first, it's just like, it's almost like the state's like, oh shit, it's Halloween. Let's blow some shit. You know, let's make it cold. That is very true. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it'll be hot the next day. Oh yeah, yeah. But now we're we're excited. We have the we got the candy all, all picked out. We admittedly did not decorate the outside as much as we wanted to, but I mean we were moving in around the time. It's just like man, you know. So next next year we're gonna we're gonna up the candy a little bit. But we do have like we got the inflatables outside and we got like stuff hanging from the tree. I was gonna say I think it's I think it's gonna be nice because you're gonna surprise them on Halloween with the projector outside and yeah. they'll be like, Oh shit, they came to play. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll be cool. And I'm I'm curious too because remember last year we kind of set that trend. I'm curious if it'll be if it if if it's something that's happening here, if it's you know gonna 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 take off. So speaking of Halloween movies, I mean, so so not not including this one, mm-hmm. which is which which would you want Monster to House? Movie? Yes, yes. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I hadn't seen Monster House the entire way through until watching it for this episode, and I own this movie. I what? own this movie, and every time I watch the same thing with The Incredibles one, still haven't seen that one all the way through. It's it's Monster House and The Incredibles. Something about them. Every single time I sat down to watch them, I'd fall asleep. Every single time, and and I don't. You ain't, you ain't that, no good. That, that's not a not maybe. It w- I remember you ever do that? You like watch movies like laying down, like laying down, like like growing up. I remember like I'd watch movies like laying down in bed and stuff like that, and you know, mm-hmm. doze off. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I really, I think I've come to the realization, TJ, that I, you know, a lot of movies, unless it's like in the afternoon, I really shouldn't watch movies sitting down. I need to watch them standing or leaning forward. We watched Dune the other night and that motherfucker is long and it's great. But like there were times you, had, like, to, you had to watch it leaning forward. I had to like lean forward. So shit, man, I'm falling out, you know? Um, but, uh, so not counting this movie, I'm going to put you on, on the spot. Your top okay. three Halloween family movies. Oh, family movies. Yeah. Oh, shit. Paranorman. I think we knew that. Um, 
Halloween family movies. You know what? Goosebumps from last year kind of hit that list for me. Goosebumps is Goosebumps better than it has any fucking business. Pretty game. solid. That's pretty uh, solid. <laughs> and then uh, third one, third one. Think, TJ, think, 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 TJ, think, 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 TJ, think, think, think. What's a scary movie for Halloween? Um, and I mean, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus is a classic. But here's the thing: I think I almost feel like Hocus Pocus has fallen into the thing where it's like this is obligatory watching, and it's not necessarily like my favorite. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? My favorite kind of Halloween. It's not a. It's a. It's a special. Which, if they strung all the episodes together, it would just be a movie. Uh, it's called Over the Garden Wall, mm-hmm. uh, which is a like a mini series on Cartoon Network. Um, that I think you would absolutely love it. it like it's about these two brothers who uh, they go over a garden wall and they step into this world that's like like theirs but adjacent, and everything's a little weird. Like the animals are kind of peopleish and stuff like that. Everything's a little weird. Everything's a tad bit off. But they have this thing called the the shadow that just like this huge lanky creepy thing with like antler. Uh, uh, with like antlers over its head that's just stalking through like everywhere they go. Um, and it's really a story about these two brothers reconnecting through like the hardships and like the kind of the traumas and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it is, I'm surprised I actually haven't watched it yet. It's probably going to be something that I, I'm, I know for sure I'm going to watch it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As I'm, yeah, I know for sure I'm going to watch it this week. Cool. Yeah, over those, are, those are my favorite. Over, over, over the garden, garden wall. Over the garden wall. I was thinking over the hedge for a second. Over the garden wall. Over the, over the garden wall. You, you'll love it, I promise you. Okay. You can find it on HBO Max since all of Cartoon Network stuff is on there. Mm. I highly okay. suggest you watch it. So, Paranorman. Uh, what was the second one? Shit, what was the second one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Paranorman. Oh, Goosebumps. Paranorman, Goosebumps, Over the Garden Wall. Those are your, yeah. those are your three picks. Yeah. What about you? Uh, Paranorman, Hocus Pocus, and Casper. I, you know, here's the thing. I can't stand Casper. I like it, man. And, and you know, maybe we'll do it next season. Um, and we'll talk about the reasons I can't stand that. Yeah. I have, it was, I have, I haven't seen it in a while. The only reason I, because I, I, I actually thought about this and it's like, okay, three movies, because it's hard to do in three movies, right? Like, like if mm-hmm. if if you know y'all are anything listeners, if y'all are anything like us, it's like you're stacking that shit. You know what I mean? It's like you know you're mm-hmm. watching movies throughout the season. But yeah, a lot you're, watching, of people, you're watching you're watching uh, um, Adam's Family Values. You're watching yeah yeah. You're watching anything that might have the slightest bit of like yeah. tension or horror to it. Which 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 by all means do that. But for those of you out there who are like, nah, man, I, just, I only you know one night of the year or whatever it is. The three movies, because like for me, Paranorman, and it's crazy because I hadn't seen Paranorman until we talked about it. Paranorman is so good. Paranorman is not just a standout spooktacular uh, movie. It's just a standout movie for me. But Paranorman, Hocus Pocus, and Casper, they cover the spread as far as I'm concerned. As far as like, mm-hmm. you know, like Halloween vomit, I like to call it. You know what I mean? It's like you got you got your zombies, you know what I mean? And, and you got your witches and you got your ghosts and stuff. I mean, I'm still waiting for that family werewolf movie. So come on, get after it. And don't tell me Teen Wolf. You know what I mean? Get, I'm no, still waiting for no. that. Like, 
Paranorman style, you know what I mean? Like werewolf movie. I, I, I think that'd be pretty cool. I mean, you know what? I will say, I will say, I think that the perfect night of Halloween movies would be Paranorman, Goosebumps, and Hocus Pocus. Yeah. I thought Goosebumps was really solid too. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then like some other ones that like, you know, I, I haven't given the Hotel Transylvania franchise like it's fair shake. Maybe that's something we can do for, uh, for next year but um but yeah listeners you know write in let us know what your favorite family family horror movies are and and maybe we'll do them next year maybe we won't you know who knows but uh (laughs) he said maybe we (laughs) just won't which uh by the way uh just so that way y'all know y'all can participate we've gotten a list from uh our longtime listener um uh uh eilie Eilie has given has given us a list of possible Christmas movies because keep in mind that we are on the verge of diving into Christmas movies. And Jordan, I don't know if I've read this list for you yet. Uh, Eilie says Rudolph for sure. Home Alone. We haven't done home. We gotta do a Home Alone this year. We gotta. Yeah, we were alone. we were gonna do Home Alone, home alone last year, but like it got. I think Jingle Jangle was coming out, and it's like I no think way. yeah, Jingle Jangle was the big thing. Because we have to do seem, we ha, we we have to do that new new when we can. Yeah, but there doesn't seem to be any big new new this year. I actually think that Christmas seems to be like the one genre of movie that seems most hit by the covidity of it all. Well, we haven't keep in mind, bro. We haven't fully seen that. I, I think in a couple of years' time, we're going to see like a severe drought. And 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 movies. I mean, well, the reason I say Christmas movies is because Christmas movies are normally the movies that a studio will do in three weeks. Right? Oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah, right. And so, like, so as far as like lining up priorities of resources, mm-hmm. they're like, we need these tenfold blockbuster things to to get personnel and safety first. Right, right. We're not going to spend our time and money on these like three week little things because, mm-hmm. like, Jingle Jangle was a was a was a, so that was was a massive undertaking, right? That was giant. Yeah. Yeah, that was giant. Is. So I don't think we're gonna I don't think we're gonna get like a solid, like a big Christmas. Yeah. I, I mean Disney Plus might drop something that we're not expecting. Which, Do something um, like the Muppets, like the Muppets on the mansion. It's like here's a little review. I bet you they will. I bet you they will. Speaking I, of Muppets, is Muppets Christmas Carol on Eileen's list? The Muppets Christmas Carol is not on Eileen's list, but Elf is, which had me questioning. Do you consider Elf a kid's uh, a family? A kid? Yeah, like older kids. Yeah. Okay. I do. Dope. I do. Dope. Dope. But yeah. So, elf, yeah. But oh, come on, dude. I mean, how how long is an Elf Elf episode going to be? It's good. Watch it. The end. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, <laughs> no, Elf, I, def- I hadn't seen Elf except for last year. Last year was the first time I saw Elf. Okay, notice how I'm not shaming you right now. Um, but Why you gotta make yourself... I'm just saying, I'm preemptively pointing out that I'm... I, I might be... You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I might... I might... I might be a you little bit what? nicer you than might. you are. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just... I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just okay. Saying, no, it's okay. Uh, no, no, it's every, okay. Time, every time I say, man, I haven't seen that, you're like... And you... <laughs> you know why I do that? <laughs> She only scares me now. She only scares me because where we record. Michael, Michael. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
So she only scares me because you don't you don't hear or see. I don't. And and Kim, I'm sorry. He talked over your theme music completely. It's all good. Oh my god! <laughs> it is a highlight of the episode. Okay, we might. Have I will to say start. this, Kim. Kim, I will say this. So I have I have uh, our you know our previous guest. Uh, uh, Toby, he listens to the episodes as he watches these movies with his kids, right? So he, they watched Space Jam 2 last weekend. So I get a text this morning, and he's like, I'm in the car driving, yelling Defense Against the Dark Arts teachers at you. <laughs> so I can tell you that your your uh, trivia is the highlight of a lot of people's episodes. Well, useless knowledge. How? Where dogs could it are, not be a highlight? Are, the dogs are scraping at the door. You want to go let them in? <sighs> I, you know, I already did the let them in. I'm gonna, I'll let them in. I'm going to tell them about the new dog really quick. Okay, tell them about the new dog. While, uh, okay, while as, Kim, you tell, Kim, as you tell us about the new dog, I'll give you some music. So, oh, so we we adopted uh, a, a new dog. We got a little chihuahua from the animal shelter here in town. She's three years old. Uh, her name was Zola, but uh, I changed it to Winona Judd. Um, she. What'd you change the name to? Winona Judd, because she's uh, Winona. And uh, yeah, no, she is amazing. A little bit slow to, to to warm to us, but she's getting there. And here's the best part, TJ. I told you about this. She smiles. We have us a smiling chihuahua. So whenever I come through the door and I get down, I'm like, hi, hi. She smiles big and she wags <laughs> her tail and she kind of, it's like she's waving at you. She kind of pats at you and stuff like that. I didn't realize so, he yeah. had music going during this. <laughs> yeah. I just, listeners, I just put the headphone back in so that I could hear. Don't tell them how janky our setup is. It's not, <laughs> it's not janky. I just, I reapplied my uh, high quality headphones to uh, be part of this. All yeah, right, I'm ready. Have, I'm ready. I'll just put my earbud back in. <laughs> <laughs> We're over here sharing like Nick and Nora and shit. Like <laughs> we are like Nick and Nora. Except for not nearly as problematic, but yeah, you know. There's a whole it, it honestly is pretty high tech listeners. Like don't you know it's just yeah. it's you know we got cameras, I got a mic that, that yeah. lights up, you Jordan you know, got a mic. You ain't that got to know how the sauce is made or the sausage is made, but you <laughs> or know, the sauce. You know. Anyway. TJ. Mm-hmm. True or false. As of twenty eighteen, this is the only motion capture film with an entirely original story not based on some existing material. True. That is true. I don't know um, in the years since 2018, but that's, I guess, as of when that fun fact was written. George! Yeah. Kathleen Turner plays the formidable woman, Constance. She also plays another woman that got a little too worked up and started killing people in Serial Mom. The classic from 1994. All of you know this, of course. But do you know how much the copyright holders charged for... Uh, the use of the song Tomorrow in Serial Mom. A, $20,000. B, $60,000. Or C, $100,000. Uh, I'm going to say B, $60,000. It is $60,000. It's because that was a John Waters film, and they were like, ooh, I don't know, reputation. TJ. Mm-hmm. Bones, Skull, and Chowder had to be renamed in the German version. What were they renamed to? A. Freak, Nails, and Soup. B. Punk, 
Freak and Ketchup. C, Punk, Ratchet, and Frosty. Or D, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Not Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie, because you said Bone Thugs and Harmony, it pushed the other three completely out of my head. You so you at the crossroads. All right, we're already going to be copywritten for Brick House. Uh, okay, so they renamed Bull, Bones, Skull, and Chowder to either Freak, Nails, and Soup, Punk, Freak, and Ketchup, or Punk, Ratchet, and Frosty. Oh, God. I'm going to say the one that was the one that had Chowder named Soup. So you're going with Freak, Nails, and Soup? Yes. It was Punk, Freak, and Ketchup. Why'd they change the names? Um, you know, I didn't read that part. Germans don't like bones? <sighs> Probably. They know, know what chowder is up there? You know Germans hate bones. Do they know what chowder is up there? I I would imagine they have the internet and cookbooks and whatnot. It probably translates in German to like something really stupid sounding. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know German. <laughs> Turns out. I mean, George. Yeah. Go figure. True or false, the game depicted in the movie Thou Art Dead exists in real life. Ooh, that's a good question. That's that's too I want to say false, but I'm going to say true. It is true. Uh there is a playable version on Sony's website. Uh maybe still, but definitely at the time that this movie came out, for sure. Hmm. TJ, my mm-hmm. girl, Catherine O'Hara, my girl in spirit, not in real life yet, plays mom in this. Just credited as mom. I guess they don't name her. Uh, she's played mom to many beloved children over the years. Who still affectionately refers to her as mom? A. Winona Ryder. B. Dan Levy. Or C. Macaulay Culkin. Or as we've learned from past trivia, Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin. I'm going to say Dan Levy. <clears throat> Macaulay Culkin. Why? Leave her alone, Macaulay. <laughs> Come on. We'll use his full name. George. Yes. In the original draft of the film, the house was full of what? A. Human organs. B. The clothes of the dead. Or C. Bones. Damn bones, damn bones, damn bones. I mean, just given the fact that we have bones and skull, human organs is a little bit too too crazy. I'm going to say bones. It was human organs. Fuck. The, yeah, the original draft of this was pretty dark. They had to change quite a few things, mm-hmm. um, especially even in the final versions to get that PG rating. Mm-hmm. After that, we've got TJ at one, Jordan at two. And I know Jordan is very motivated to win this and not let TJ sweep spooktacular. Yeah, but hey, if you do, congratulations. No, 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 no. There was a moment <laughs> where your face got right before you said that. But yeah, no, sweeping, sweeping spectacular. I'm just saying, if you want to take the L for my birthday. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, I got the W with them candy corns. Come on. <laughs> quick, yeah. quick side story. Um, I purchased George's birthday gifts like two months ago, and I've been so excited about them since, but then I keep forgetting that like, Wednesday is the 27th. But then I randomly remember, and then I remember that I have your gifts, and I get really excited. Oh. So, I love buying people gifts. Anyway, who's so ready I... for all the 
Bone saw is ready. It's just what my heart said to do. <laughs> Steve Buscemi plays Nevercracker. Is that his last name? My yeah, like that. Not right. Nevercracker. A loving Never husband trying his best. But how many things has Steve tried his best at when it comes to acting? That's right. Closest while being closest. How many acting credits does old Steve have on IMDb? I will go to who's in the lead. I know you literally just showed me. Jordan is in the lead. Uh, we'll go. Uh, uh, Jordan, you first. TJ. 78. The answer is 166. That means listeners. TJ is our winner. Uh. It has, uh, 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 uh. has he has he is our winner. <laughs> Congratulations! And that you know brings I, us. I, hold on, Kim. Kim, I have a little funky music for if I want. Hey, hey! Wait, you get music? Like, when did you start playing music for the trivia winners? It was and just I expect I, that I expect that needs to, okay okay. It was Ooh, just need, if I swept spooktacular. That's we all. need like a TJ win song and a Jord win song. Yeah, I'll work on that maybe. Okay, yeah. If you if you find those, you can send them to me. I'll slide them in. Okay, okay. Man, I gotta get back in. What are we at? <laughs> yeah, kind of sucks. TJ was sixteen. Jord was seventeen. Wow. TJ, you've officially caught up. Wow. Also, shout out Steve Buscemi. So, I just want to point out something. So, I have 16. Jordan has 17. Together, that makes how many? 35? Yeah, yeah. 33? Yeah, 33. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means we lost three episodes of trivia somewhere. Did we? Well, we didn't get Well, Stuart we didn't Little, do one. Little. We didn't do Stuart Little. So, I don't know. We lost two somewhere. It's fine, though. Hmm. Her chance mm, was I did I have yeah I had this computer at that time mm, you know it's all good record keeping skills weren't super great until about like halfway through the season okay Very let's true. move on from the trivia segment so I can watch this watch this Jordan's mad oh my God. Jordan hey Jordan I have music for when you win as well. So you get a little hi hat action. All right. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, honestly, congratulations. It sucks, but congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go play more Breath of the Wild because that's an excellent game it's, that you should play, Jordan. Okay. You should play it. Love the things I love. DJ, play me out. So what happens if we tie, though? At the end of the season? What happens if we tie? Oh. Because now I'm coming for that holly jolly whatever the fuck. <laughs> you think you're going to sweep this? I'm going to try. If, see, if you sweep this, I sweep that. I mean, realistically, we only have like two movies in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. If I So I have to win... The next one. There's no way we can tie. Because mm. there's six left. 
Well, there is a way. I went. Uh, I no. I if I went, f- no, because I'm one behind, right? So there's no way. Well, hey, if my if my spectacular loss makes way for the Astros to win the World Series, oh my then it's worth it. Okay. Then it's. Worth I mean, it. since the Astros put money in your pocket, wait, they don't, but that's fine. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll take the L with grace. Well, do you, you know, since since Kim gave away just a couple spoilers in the, uh, oh yeah, in the trivia, do you want to go ahead and grab our drink, come back and talk? Yeah, I'm about gonna drown my sorrows, and I'll see you back here for the second segment. Don't drown your sorrows. There's yeah. nothing to be sad about. Yeah, there's just nothing to be sad about, though. No, you're right. I'm hanging out with you, and we're talking talking movies and stuff. So, see yeah. So listeners, unless you are, well, maybe if you are in a, in a, in a house that is sentient and trying it's, to yeah, eat you, you need a drink. Yeah. Shit. So find that, find that fucked up refrigerator and, and go to town. Um, just not if you're not, if you're driving, unless you're in like five States, I think five States is legal to drink and drive. God bless. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I can't stand this and, country and, hey, Speaking of Eile, because I know I'm going to forget, I know I'm going to forget, but because you just read uh, some of some of the list off uh this is just for eiley werewolf bar mitzvah spooky scary boys becoming men men becoming wolves right. she will appreciate that greatly all right see y'all back here Bye. and we are back jordan how was your trip to the fridge slow um and uh, I kind of walked in there like I had a little bit of Charlie, a, a Charlie Brown spring in my step, you know. Why? After that, after after that, after that trivia loss, but um, no, nah, it was fine. It was fine. We uh, oh, some some blind. Okay. went down there and went on the Judd like greeted me like she always does. Yours? Okay. Maybe, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> what are you drinking? Uh, you know, I have decided because I've waited so long to drink a pumpkin beer, I'm going to wait until Halloween weekend to drink nothing but pumpkin beer. So I'm finishing out the, the magic hat number nine, uh, today. Um, so that's what I'm drinking. It's the last one that I have. Um, although who am I playing? I'll probably buy some pumpkin beer tomorrow night. Ooh, I'm up here. I'm up here breaking shit. It's plastic. Don't worry. We good. Oh, okay. Um. So my I woke my dog. Oh, my dog didn't even move. My dog was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. My dog was like, yeah, you stupid. Be stupid over there. Um. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. What about you? Uh, I have um. What is this? I don't know who it's from. Uh, it's it's a pumpkin ale. It's called the uh, Wick for Brains. Ooh. Um, it's got like this evil looking jack-o'-lantern on the front, uh, Nebraska brewing company, which is, uh, in Nebraska, no, located in Maryland. Um, not sure. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it is, it's good, but it is the, that is the pumpkiniest pumpkin beer I've ever had in my life. Really? It's not sweet. You know what I mean? It, but it's just like. That's some pump. This is this is pumpkin. This tastes like someone just poured the insides of a pumpkin into into a beer. So I'm ending it with the 
pumpkin beer to end all pumpkin beers. So yeah, that's Wick for Brains. Wick for Brains. Dope, dope. All right, so you ready to talk about this? Sure I am. Great. So Monster House was a film released in 2006. By This is the first film directed by Gil Keenan. Uh, we are going to see Gil Keenan, Keenan's name pop up a lot in uh, the next few months because he wrote uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. And he also directed and wrote A Boy Called Christmas. And we already talked about, like, mm. those are two that we want to watch. Right? Yeah. Um, so, like, Gil came in. This is his first directing. Story by and script by Dan Harmon and Rob Sh- uh, Sharp, which is really great. Uh, Pamela Petler also helped with the screenplay. Um, starring Steve Buscemi, Nick Cannon, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Kevin James, Jason Lee, Catherine O'Hara, Catherine, uh, Kathleen Turner, and Fred Willard. Like, this is actually a pretty stacked cast for this movie. Um, so the budget was $75 million. Guess how much money it made, Jordan? 135 You were close. 141 Oh. 141.9, which, you know, fantastic success. It got great critical reception. And, uh, you know, this movie was actually nominated for Best Animated Feature the year it came out, losing only two Happy Feet. What was it? Did Disney not show up and show out that year or what? Uh, you know what? I don't know who was, was up the big, for. Was the big Disney. Again, that's not me saying that like Disney should win every award, but let's be real. Disney they wins just about every award. And when they don't, it's because like either they didn't have anything or, or it's like, like a, it might have been like a Cars two sequel year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Who knows? Who knows? But um, Riley, look yeah. it up and and tell us. <laughs> Would you say look it up? <laughs> Said Riley, look it up and tell us. <laughs> you wrong for that. You wrong for that. Uh, but it was also nominated. But it also received. Interesting enough, this is one of the uh, few. Uh, kids movies that we have watched in a long time that also received a video game um, uh, from it on July 18th, 2006. It was a video game on PlayStation 2, GameCube, Game Boy Vest, and Nintendo DS. So, you looking that John up, ain't you? We should play it. I mean, no. I mean, probably not. It's probably not good. Um, uh, few other interesting things just to give you uh a, a look at the movies that i was running up against monster house uh, opened in july which doesn't make sense to me but mm-hmm. uh opened july 21st alongside clerks 2 lady in the water and my super ex-girlfriend uh clerks 2 was good yeah uh and it ranked number two in the box office when it opened um uh, right underneath Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Mm. But here's the thing. It opened in July. It ran until October 22nd. Wow. That's a long fucking time, dude. Three A three-month run is... That's a re- long time, especially for like a... I guess you can call this movie. movie a genre film. You know what I mean? Like a very, really sort of specific. I'm looking yeah, at, but I could, I could see it picking up steam yeah. in September and October, but still, that's a long-ass time to have that movie. I'm looking at Disney movies that came out in 2006. We had Brother Bear 2, Air Buddies, 
Bambi 2, Fox and the Hound 2. Damn, what are they making sequels to movies that don't even fucking see? Uh, Eight Below. Uh, that was 2006 is when Cars 1 came out. Mm. Uh, the Shaggy Dog. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead's Man, Dead Man's Chest, uh, Glory Road, and uh, The Wild. Do you remember that? I want to watch I the do. movie sometime. Like it was like their. I haven't seen it, but it's like it's like their. It's like Disney's version of Madagascar. It's like the exact same fucking plot. Yeah, yeah. You know they tried it. Um, every once in a while, Disney be trying, and you're like, "What are you doing?" But um, yeah. So Monster House. Uh, Monster House features uh, the main characters are DJ, uh, who's a twelve year old. Uh, who uh, is left at home uh, on the weekend by his mother and father uh, with his uh, babysitter, Elizabeth, who now goes by Z. Um, DJ is going through puberty, but he's also spying on his neighbor's house, uh, who has the funniest name in any kid's horror movie, Nevercracker, Horace Nevercracker. Um, And... Horace always comes out and he scares children off of his lawn uh, and um, takes their toys and puts them in the house. That way they don't come back. And so DJ is like, yo, something's wrong with this. Something's wrong with this old man across the street. And he tells his father and stuff like that. And this is when I actually uh, realized how funny this movie was going to be is when the mother's like, how many times have I told you that you can't stay in your room looking at old man across the street from your telescope? Right. Um, but then the fu- so this Kim alluded to this is how they had to work to get the PG rating, and I was actually surprised that this movie got PG rating because the the dad's first joke was like, "Oh yeah, I used to look at things in my telescope too, but it was the it was the whatever twins." But I was like, oh, "What yeah. is happening?" Like the humor in here is a bit like can border on very crude. Yeah, I wonder if it gets a pass though because like. You know, general. I don't know. I, I guess I don't want to. I don't want to generalize, but most like younger kids, it's just going to go over their head. I mean, think about it, dude. Like the amount of jokes, and like we're tr- we're we're attuned to them now, but like the amount of adult jokes that were in the movies we grew up with that we didn't even get. You yeah. Know? So maybe it, it it gets it passed that way. Yeah, and because no, I, Fred Willard just kind of. He says it. I remember him saying that, and it's like you can hear it if you're listening, but if like you're not fucking paying attention, it's just gonna sail right over you. The way here's the thing: he brings so much to that dad character in like small little ways. Like the mother's like, "Tell him, tell him you love him." He's like, I, "He knows I love him. I'm not gonna tell him. Give him kisses. He has enough kisses." Like they yeah. just have the yeah. this banter about them. But either way, um, his parents are like, "Hey, no, like." cut the shit his dad's like oh he's just doing whatever it's fine uh but uh right after they leave uh, as they're leaving they almost hit (laughs) his best friend chowder who's in this like monster mask or whatever and chowder comes over to hang out with them uh hang out with dj and dj's like no i can't hang out and chowder's like bro tomorrow's halloween um um uh, trick-or-treating all day and DJ's like I'm too old to be trick-or-treating I'm going through puberty like fuck this noise right and Chowder's all like okay I guess whatever um, but uh, Chowder is playing with DJ and uh, Chowder's ball goes into Nevercracker's lawn uh, DJ tries to go over to get the ball from the lawn Nevercracker comes out 
and Nebercracker's trying to shake him to tell him to get off the lawn, and then Nebercracker suffers a heart attack and is taken away in an ambulance. But the ambulance doesn't have a siren, which means that there's no rush to get to the hospital. And Chowder says, no siren. That's never a good sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you think the whole entire time, Nebercracker is dead. And when they wheel dead. him off, remember the house is like, Grabbing it like the grass comes up and like grabs it. It starts grabbing at the wheels. Yeah. 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 Which is the first sign that there's something supernatural happening with the house. Um, The next sign is that DJ's at home having just, you know, faced a traumatic event of him thinking someone has died on top of him. And the phone rings and no one's answering. He calls it back and he hears ringing from across the street from Nevercracker's house. Um, Which, you know, I this isn't the first thing that I was like uh, this is the moment Jordan where I was like I really hope Jordan plays this movie on his garage because like I was like this movie is actually kind of creepy it's fucking scary dude like I, like it, when that when that when the when the the lights of the house and like that the shadow of the house like looms into yeah because that happens next right he goes to sleep and the giant red shadow of the house comes in and a hand comes up and grabs him i was like like, this is fucking scary and like some really solid like halloween visuals and and you're right it makes for a good garage uh door movie And, and for those of you who do the same thing or side of the house movie whatever because like it's like Whenever you pick a movie like that that you're going to play outside for the neighborhood, it's like it's got to be like Halloween visual. It's got to be like visual, visual, visual. You know, I mean, all these kinds of things. And I think Monster House has it going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he has the vision. He freaks out. He he tries to tell Z his babysitter like something's weird happening. But Z's boyfriend Bones comes over and like he's all creepy and stuff like that. And like fakes makes out with his. Toy rabbit and then tears it apart. I like Bones. I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it was funny. I thought, uh, and uh, voiced by Jason Lee. I got, I got a soft spot for Jason Lee because I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. But um, I thought this character was pretty cool. I thought Bones and Z. I I like their pairing a lot. Yeah. Well, and then you, as he's stepping down the stairs, DJ's like, "Okay, I gotta figure out what the fuck's going on." Uh, DJ sneaks down the stairs and he hears Bones talk about the fact that Nebercracker stole a kite from him um, and that Nebercracker allegedly ate his wife as as he's also trying to like get some nookie from Z and Z's like cut the shit mm-hmm. right uh, and so he gets he gets upset calls her a prude <laughs> um, leaves uh, goes over to Nebercracker's house throws a bottle on his throws an empty beer bottle on his lawn and starts jumping around and then the house, op- like the door opens and the kite that he just talked about floats into view. And he steps in, he steps into the house to grab the kite and he gets sucked in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ooh, love it. Ooh, shit. Uh, DJ and Chowder see this happen. Uh, and uh, as, but DJ sees it happen. He's trying to tell Chowder. Chowder's like, ooh, the house is alive. Ooh. And then Chowder almost gets fucked up by this house too. So they're watching the house all day. Uh, Z's like, I'm going to go try to find uh, fucking Bones because he should have been back, uh, which sets up for a very toxic relationship because she said, no, she shouldn't be chasing him. But that's my opinion. Um, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. I just, you know, I think, I just um, think it's funny. But uh, and then uh, they 
uh, are looking through their telescope and they see this girl named Jenny Bennett who sells who's selling Halloween candy house to house to avoid them getting people from getting TP'd for not having Halloween candy. Um, and she and DJ and Chowder save her from getting eaten by the house as well. But this is also the moment where you get the first real sign of tension between DJ and Chowder because they're both like, ooh, a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's playing hard to get. And they use, and I think that they use the way that she like, they both like agree to like all the things that she likes um, for, uh, for great comedic benefit. But um she calls the police, and then we get the police Landers and Lister, who don't believe that the uh, who don't believe the children because uh, the house isn't active in the way that they said it should be, and stuff like that. Um, and so they're like, "Go ahead, move along, get out of here." Uh, Nick Cannon. This is so. I don't think Nick Cannon is like that great of an actor, uh, but I thought I thought he was a pretty funny voice actor. Where did he come from? Who, Nick Cannon? Nick, yeah. Nickelodeon. I mean, I know he had like Wild and Out and stuff, but where did he come from before that? Uh, Nickelodeon. What show? Uh, wasn't wasn't he on all that? I don't know. I don't think so. Was he? Where, where, where did this man come from? I've, no, that's because we're, we're talking oh, about... Drumline. Drumline. Well, I know Drumline, but like... Where, where, like it was is that just what it is he just he was just like a string of like movies and yeah so and, his first movie was in 2000 in a movie called whatever it takes and he was just a chess club kid but then he was uh in men in black 2 and drumline in the same year but so, but and so drumline was his big movie so but he's not from like a like a kid show or like a he wasn't like a child star or anything like that I don't think so. I kind of wish he had been because then he would have been better. He kind of has, he kind of gives off that vibe to me. And that's what I mean when I say, where is he from? Because like every time I see him, I think like, where is this dude? Like, no, he was from all that. He was in all that from 98 to 2000. Okay. Okay. And then he was in Keenan and Kel. And then he was in the Parkers. So he did start in all that. Okay. He was a Nickelodeon star. Okay. And then he had the, Nick, I remember he had the Nick Cannon show. Uh, on uh, Nickelodeon, or uh, for a little bit. So yeah, he, I mean, he's he's like he's been around. But here's the thing: I don't think, in the way that Keenan Thompson has improved, Nick Cannon has not. You know what I mean? Keenan Thompson, though, he's doing the same shit that he did and all that. It's funny and it still works, but like it's the same. Like the faces that he makes and the, the inflection and stuff, but watch, Nick Cannon's gonna win an Oscar. One day. Nick Cannon's never gonna win an Oscar. The Nick Cannon's gonna win an Oscar one day, and I'm only Nick saying this to win an Oscar. for if he does win an Oscar, we can point back to this episode and be like, you know what he called it? He might have lost a trivia, but he called Nick Cannon's the most prestigious. He no, no, he's he's never gonna win an Oscar. He hasn't been nominated for anything since 2012. But, man, you know, it's one of the things. I love it when someone wins an Oscar where it's like, I never thought, I never thought Jared Leto would hold that. You know what I mean? I never thought, I never thought, you know, this person would win that. Well, also, Nick Cannon is slightly racist. So, is he? Yeah. uh, Last year, he was fired uh, by Viacom. Because he was making anti-Semitic remarks about like believing that the, the, that Jewish people controlled finances and that uh, the 
that Jewish people had stolen the identity of black people as the true Hebrews and like stuff like that. Like, uh, he also made uh, like black supremacist statements calling white people savages who are closer to animals, uh, uh, and claiming that the only way that they can act is evil. Uh, and, and I'll tie it all back to like melanin theory, which is like a pseudo, like, this Are you reading is, all of this right now? Do you have these like printed out? No, I just know a lot about Nick Cannon because like I'm also <laughs> slightly obsessed with like his whole thing with Mariah Carey. Uh, but wow. like he's not a great dude. Um, so much so that I'm pretty sure. So he was on. Um, he's the host of The Masked Singer, right? Um, and I'm and he and he uh, like dipped out of the mass singer for a little bit, but he almost didn't get his job back. The, mm. the whole Nick Cannon conspiracy. That's why uh, Nisi Nash is like uh, <laughs> um, a, a, a host for like a season. Now, of, of course, Fox was all like, but we like Nick Cannon. So he apologized once and they're like, you can keep your job. But regardless, um, either way, the cops yeah, show up. Save, they don't believe the kids. <laughs> save all that for when we start a Nick Cannon podcast. No, I Gavin I on Cannon. That's <laughs> That's the only time he ever gonna. You know what? We're gonna win an Oscar for our investigative reporting on Nick Cannon before Nick Cannon gets an Oscar. What did Nick? What what was Nick Cannon up to today? Some bullshit. No, um, keep talking. Nick Cannon might um, be our mascot. Nick Cannon, I will, I will, I will will, will pull this podcast over. I sure will. Stop this right here, right now. by the way, uh, so since the cops won't help them, they said that they're going to go see a supernatural expert by the name of Skull, who is this <laughs> dude who's playing a video game. He's like the epitome of neckbeard. Like yeah. he's just sitting there and, he, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's played this game for like so long. They had to use a diaper, you know, stuff like that. And the whole time he's like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, just my cold steel. Or is it hot? You know, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Um, but basically he says, oh, you know, yeah, there's, you have to go to the heart of the house. You have to kill the heart of the house. Uh, but don't worry, you're all going to die. Um, it's fine. Um, so they conclude that it's never cracker spirit in the house and he's possessing the house and they have to go to the furnace and destroy the furnace. Um, and they, they hatch this, this scheme to like, make the house go to sleep. I don't want to spoil anything about this whole sequence because I think the sequence is fantastic. But uh, during this, after during this, they get stopped by the cops. The cops get eaten. They also get eaten. And now they're inside the house. Uh, and once they're inside the house, they have these like water guns that they've, that they have planned to use to subdue the house from the inside and all this other stuff. And it comes my favorite joke of the whole entire movie because they see this big low hanging glowing ball of things from the, uh, from the ceiling and they shoot at it. And the second that they shoot at it, uh, it starts to like, uh, gurgle and it shoots, it shoots out some spit. Right. And then you get like, Oh, this house has anatomy and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, fucking Chowder, uh, he's like, "What is that?" And Jenny says, "Oh, that's the uvula." And Chowder says, "Oh, so it's a girl house." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. No. I think, and I was like, "Oh, this is great." great. Yeah. Um, but 
they uh, eventually they fall into the bowels of the house into the basement. They find this thing called the cage of the giantess, uh, and they find this giant like the outline of this woman surrounded in cement. They break it open on accident. There are uh, bones inside of it, but then the house uh, can actually look inside itself and it sees them in there and they all get sucked up in various ways and they're about to get swallowed uh, until they like hit the uvula and it pukes them back up. Right. Um, And then rise again, puke back up. They're like, okay, we're done. We can't go back here. Fucking DJ gets hit by an ambulance. Right. And who steps out of the ambulance? But Nevercracker, right? Uh, they come out and they're like, yo, Nevercracker, we know that your wife is downstairs because she was the one covered in cement. And you get this, this movie, this is when the movie takes a shift where Nevercracker's like, oh yeah, because she was a giantess at the circus and people made fun of her. And I saw that she was suffering, so I broke her out and we were to build this house together. But she like got picked on still. And as they're building the house, as they're building the foundation of the house, she falls in to the basement and gets covered by cement. So she's stuck in the house. Well, because she's being the real, like, attack kid, punk-ass kid. Yeah, yeah so she doesn't like kids. Yeah. And so she falls and she's stuck in the house. So he continues to – he finishes the house because he says that's what she would have wanted. And uh, then he um, – but then he realizes that she hates kids now. Uh, and she hates people on their lawn. So – he has to appease her and keep her calm for years, for decades. And so that's why he's become this crotchety old man who chases people off because he's actually trying to protect people. Um, then he realizes, like, he can't keep doing that. And this is the part that I was like, oh, this shit scary as hell. The house fucking raises up out of its lot. The trees around it become its arms and it starts stomping through the, through the town. Um, I had two questions. One is like, ain't nobody like wondering why they house shaking? Oh, mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, the neighborhood is completely oblivious to all this shit. I don't know how, but um, well, you know, most affluent neighborhoods are. Yeah, they're like, oh, not my problem. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, bless you. Hey. Um, and yes, so I, I sneeze like a fucking cartoon. You do. It's cute. I- <laughs> Uh, and so there they are. The house is chasing them. Uh, uh, Nevercracker has like, he always knew that he was going to have to blow his house up at some point. So he has to stick a dynamite because he was a demolitionist in the, in the, in the military. Yeah, and he hands it to DJ. He's like, you can do it. And then starts this like a really kind of awesome sequence that I don't want to spoil with Chowder fighting the house and, Jenny and DJ and Jenny gives DJ a kiss and like it emboldens him to do the stuff and they blow up the house and, and like all this other stuff. Right. And then there's this like beautiful kind of sequence of a uh, Nevercracker saying goodbye to the spirit of his wife, Constance. Um, and then it cuts to them in the pit of the house where the house once was on Halloween, giving people back their toys, giving people back their stuff. Uh, and then at the end of it, all the people who were eaten by, uh, uh, the um, uh, the house crawl out slowly, starting with Bones, who finds Z is now dating Skull. The officers uh, uh, leave the hole and investigate some trick or treating candy. They they eat it. There's a dog that gets eaten, mm-hmm. uh, but the dog comes out and he like 
pisses on a jack-o'-lantern and it puts the flame out. But like uh, by the end of the movie, DJ has also been like, yo, Chowder, I'll, I'll do trick-or-treating with you. And Chowder's just fucking pumped. Um, and that's Monster House. Yeah. There's a there's a scene really quick, if I may. There's a because the uh, Chowder's basketball gets eaten by the house, and then he gets ah, the yeah. basketball back. And there's a moment where <clears throat> at the end, Chowder has his basketball back, and he goes to like shoot a DJ's goal, and it gets stuck in the between the rim and the backboard. <laughs> And Chowder's face uh, really, so defeated. Really sells it, man. I just the animation on this movie I thought was was fantastic and absolutely holds up. You know, you watch it does go back and watch any anima, anim, animated movie from two thousand six, and then watch this one, and you're gonna be like, "This looks like new. This looks like twenty eighteen, bro." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's some stuff in here where it's like, okay, it's kind of showing. This th- this looks like a few years old um, to me, anyway. Yeah, and the film was shot using performance capture. Yeah, um, they did that for Polar, like Polar Express, Express, but like, yeah, yeah, but that movie look that movie's fucking scary. You know, or Polar Express. Yeah, dude, like go watch that. Like Tom Hanks in that movie, like fucking scares me. They don't blink, dude, and it's just it's 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 fucking weird like something with the blink. eyes it's like this or something with the eyes it's like this dead eye like i don't know like this one i think they kind of perfected it um but yeah i think i think it was solid i um i think we got the wrong perspective though narratively i think this is never cracker's movie and i was way more invested <sighs> when never cracker when when never cracker came back I liked it. Don't get me wrong. I liked everything that I saw, but when, when the Nebercracker and constant story, and then like, what a unique spin. And, and it made me want that. Like what a unique spin on the haunted house sort of genre told through, told from the perspective of the dude who's like the creepy one that everyone, you know, is avoiding. And it's like, but no, this is why I'm doing it. And like the, the kids, we didn't get like, there wasn't like a tie-in with them, you know. I got Home Alone on the brain because you know you're reading the list and stuff like that. Look at Home Alone one. Look at Kevin McAllister and that old man. If you were to compare DJ, or if you if you were to compare Kevin and the old man to DJ and Nebercracker, there's still that like tying thread between Kevin and the old man. Yeah, because it's like you know. Remember, Kevin's like, "Oh, fuck my family" and all that kind of stuff. And the old man's like, "Yeah, but I don't have a family." But then you know, so it's 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 small, but it's there. I wanted that in this, you know. Um, and I just I, I didn't I didn't get it. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think the the thing that I appreciated about it was that the second Nebercracker was like, "I don't want to be this way." Like I'm doing this because I need to protect the neighborhood from her. And then the kid, the fact that the kids rallied around, that's the thing I took away most is the fact that they're like, oh, like these children are so understanding. They're like, oh, we need to protect, we need to protect him now. That's the thing that I enjoyed. Cause at the end they're all like, stay away from the old man. Like, you no, know, no, I get you. I like, I like it. But like, then maybe like, you know, dirty up the kids a little bit more in the beginning, you know, make it to where they really have an arc and they, they kind of, they kind of come 
come to it. You know, what, what if these kids are the ones, instead of DJ just spying on Nebercracker, what if they fuck with Nebercracker's house? What if they, you know, I, I, I don't know. And again, this is just from a narrative perspective. I just think just to make it a little bit more, you know, pack a little bit more of a punch. But taking all that aside, I also don't think that Halloween movies should be chock full of, you know, um, um, you know, uh, high emotion or, you know, we, 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 we don't watch these movies for, you know, the, um, the emotional insane characterization or anything like that. So, but I'm just saying like, I don't know, because I, I think it's just because I like the Nebercracker stuff so much. And I was like, this is so cool. Like this is, it is really this good. Is so interesting. I want to spend more time with this dude and, and, and with his story. And then I was just like speculating, like, what would it be like if this was just never cra- – it's just the perspective of the old man, you know? And- I, I think that the, the question is – this. I guess this comes back to – I guess this will come down to our rating. I think that the issue becomes what's an easier way for children to get in, right? Oh, absolutely. Because as, I, as I'm sitting here saying it, it's like, what if this was, was, was from this perspective of the old man and his relationship with his house? Well, that's fucking up. You know, it's yeah. like we, we, we have a haunted up, essentially. And up, like, was was a critical darling. Um, but it's for adults. Yeah, it's not. So, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, my rating, I'm just, it's it's like, I'm, 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 I'm flirting between seven and a half and eight. Out of ten, um, up there, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. It wasn't like, well, hold on, is this? I, I think this deserves the two rating, like as a Halloween movie and just as a movie in general. As okay, a Halloween movie, I'm going to give it eight and a half. As a movie in general, I'm going to give it seven and a half. I think okay. that's fair because it's like it does. It ticks off a lot of boxes as far as a Halloween movie is concerned. As a movie in general, it's 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 missing a few steps. I think it, I think it's missing like a few scenes. It could have been like a like a hair a hair longer because what it clocks in at what an hour and a half exactly. Which I was like, yeah, dope, yeah. Like I was I was all about that. I think you um, know no no me too. But like an hour an hour and a half versus like an hour and thirty five or an hour and forty. You know, you like add like a little little a little bit of like connective tissue between DJ and uh and uh and Nebercracker there. And I guess at the end, like when DJ finally agrees, like, all right, chowder, let's go, let's go, you know, trick or treat and stuff. I was like, This is cute, but like I Hope think it could be what? cuter if it had like right. a little bit more resonance. But yeah, anyway, that's that's my rating. What about you? Um as a Hollywood movie, I give this movie a nine. Like, honestly, it would have been on my list of top three if you said, I can't pick this movie. Oh, for real? Uh, <laughs> Is that what you're like? What's my third? Think, What's like, my third? <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, because that's the thing. Because, like, okay. like you said, this movie is legitimately frightening. But mm-hmm. I also think that, like, it's – we talked about how when we did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, how that's, like, kids' first body horror film, right? Yeah. Uh, and that movie is creepy for other reasons. I feel like this is the first, like, outright horror movie that I feel like a kid could could watch and ease himself into the genre, right? Paranorman is scary, but it's not like, 
it doesn't have that image of the house coming into the bedroom. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, paranormal um, is like goofy scary. This is like straight up like this is like straight up scary, yeah. right? This and this is the thing that I because like when they when they are in that basement with all those toys and stuff like that, like that shit's creepy. When they see the body completely encapsulated in cement, that shit's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is some this again. This is some body horror shit. This is some you know something's in the dark sort of stuff. Right. Um, and I appreciate that about that. So that's why I was like, I give it a nine as far as a Halloween movie. Uh, and then I can't for me knowing that I'm not as big of a horror movie buff as you are. And I found the never cracker um, storyline as like a way into what the movie's actually about. I didn't find it distracting. I'd, I'd still give it from a movie standpoint. I'd give it a seven and a half or an eight. Right. I still think it's a really solid movie, especially for what it's trying to do. Um, but the thing that I think this movie accomplishes most is I can, I can see the progression. I can mm-hmm. see this movie in, instilling the love of creepy, scary movies and kids. Right. And then, and I feel like there's nothing there that necessarily touches that gap. Right. Either movie is like, like Goosebumps kind of does, but Goosebumps stays goofy enough to where it's not scary. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't see too many movies living in this like lane of this is this is actually scary while still providing enough comedy or substance or like roundness to the story that kids can feel comforted and like can feel safe in that horror. Yeah. Because I'm telling you. I was looking, you know, while we were doing this, I was looking up, what does the internet consider family-friendly horror movies? And they say scary stories to tell in the dark. That movie is straight terrifying. I haven't seen it, but I've watched some clips of it, and it's like, there's no way in hell I'm watching this with the kids. Like That, that, that movie is straight ter- Like, I went to the movie theater, because you know I don't do, you know I don't do scary movies like on the movie theater. Why'd you stopped. go to the movie theater for that? Because I thought it wouldn't be scary because it's like, oh, this is supposed to be a family horror movie. Uh-huh. And I went there and I was like, I, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> I'm sitting the whole time like, mm-hmm. I don't like a bit. Last horror movie I purposefully saw in theater was Midsummer because I knew it'd be more psychological than. Yeah. yeah. Right. It'd be more like, that's fucked up uh, than like jump scares. But this movie was like straight up Merkin children scary. Then that one dude get like, some man, and it's just it's this it's the one that always got me. It's that oh, that that big woman, um, yeah, pale woman or something. And it's like yeah. I watched the clip of that, and I was like, they give this girl like a whole five minutes, and like she, she's yeah, no, yeah, she's in, <laughs> she's in a, she's in an asylum basically, and she's running away from her, and there's like five to seven minutes of just every corner she's going. Yeah. The, the big woman yeah. is like, I'm just like, man. And I was like, this is to the point where, I'll, you know, Jordan, I'll tell you, she gets killed. Like, she, like, she, 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 like she enters this hallway where, like, the, where all the halls enter. And from every hallway, the big woman comes. And she's so big that she blocks the, you know, she blocks the hallway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they all descend on her. And I'm like, no, this is my terrifying. Own. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is not a family horror movie. It's just a straight-up horror movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a, oh. it's like that PG thirteen horror that like you go with your buddies because like you can't get into R rated yet and like you're not you know daring. The only to reason it's PG thirteen is because of the language because there's no like fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's Monster House, and that is Monster House. That does it for our spooktacular. We want to wish you all a safe and happy Halloween. Um, oh, look at him with this outro. Go ahead. No, no I, go off. <laughs> you know, the outro is your thing, but, but uh, you know, ha- Halloween is very near and dear. Um, Christmas is your uh, – Halloween is your thing. Christmas is my yeah, thing for sure. Yeah. Halloween is very near and dear to me, and, and, you know, I really wish, you know, wish you all a safe and happy Halloween. Have fun, you know. And, and then, you know, the CDC said they're like, man, go to town. Go trick-or-treating. You know what I mean? Like outdoors, like, you know, you're good. So – you know, I get it if, you know, for those of you out there who are a little bit fearful and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I, I, I hope to see, you know, a lot of a lot of people out, you know, on the streets, a lot of people out going to, you know, gathering stuff, still be safe and still, you know, maintain distance and stuff like that. But I think, uh, you know, Halloween 2020 was it, it's crazy, right? Because Halloween 2020 was supposed to be like the Halloween. It was on a Saturday mm-hmm. and the clocks fell back. And it was a full moon. Yeah. But I think this Halloween, it's like, Hey, you know what? I think this is perfect. This is a perfect holiday to like, you know, return to, to, to some of the stuff we've been missing for so long in a safe and healthy way. So happy Halloween to you and yours. No doubt. And when, when do, Oh, daylight savings time's on a, Oh, it's on a Sunday, which means it's on a Saturday, mm-hmm. which means they get an extra hour on the 6th. That's what's up. That's dope. Why am I going to be on the 6th? Oh, I'm going to be in Ohio. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like Jordan said, everyone be safe. Um, and, you know, as we are inching closer to the end of our second year doing this podcast, we want to thank y'all. Again, it's crazy uh, to think that we are here and we couldn't have done any of this without y'all. We could have, but, you know, no one would have. No one's listening. Two know, years. Two years. It's pushing two years. Man, it's still like five. <laughs> are you are you frozen or are you just No, I'm not frozen. <laughs> Listen to yo punk ass. Anyways, like I was gonna say, thank y'all so much for listening <clears throat> to his bullshit. Um <laughs> Um, we're, we're super grateful. Uh, you know, we continue to grow because of your support. Yes. So wherever you're listening, please make sure to give us a rating five stars, excellent four stars, fantastic three or below. We will put you on the, uh, walkway to Nebercracker's house that with a giant tongue, that is the, uh, rug, the runner in the house can come up and slurp you up and, uh, eat you because that's what happens. Um, really and truly, please watch this movie. It's really great. Um, uh, we also want to, again, wish that you and every all of your loved ones are safe, especially as, again, we come up on this holiday season, take care of each other. Uh, if you are eligible to get that booster, go ahead, get that booster, though. Go ahead, get that booster, though. Um, so, yeah, do that shit. You get and, early in uh, the morning. Get early in the morning. That way you can call yourself a booster booster. <laughs> I wish I, I wish y'all could see how happy he is. Like he think he did something great just now. <laughs> oh man. Uh, 
Get early in the morning and tell tell them tell them tell them GMWK sent you and that you are you are. I want to be a booster rooster. God bless. Um, thank you so much for for listening. Uh, take care of each other. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. I can't believe it's been two years. It flies I by. Know. It feels like it's been two weeks. I know. And uh, we will catch y'all later, Jordan. I have a confession to make. What? Because I realized I wasn't going to see a haunted, go to a haunted house this year. Mm-hmm. I might have watched a couple of videos of people going to haunted yeah. houses. You like and the whole time, I was just like, nah, I would have hit yeah. him in the face. I would have punched <laughs> him. Don't get this close to them. So would you ever go to the haunted house where they can grab you? You sign a waiver? <laughs> because if you turn around and punch, it's like you're in, you're, you're, in, you're suddenly in a street fight with you so know, like here's the thing: is that do they sign the waiver too? Are they you, under the no, impression you that you sign a waiver and you're like, hey, like you allow? They don't hurt you, but like they actually come out, they they actually grab you and they like hold you and shit like that. I will fight. <laughs> like no, no, y'all need to. They listen. These motherfuckers better have a cup yeah. on or something because I'm going for the nuts. Here's the thing: I've never understood the idea of fighting clean. If I'm in a fight, mm-hmm. listen. If I'm in a fight, Jordan. I'm doing whatever the fuck I need to do to win. No. Whatever the fuck. And if that means hitting you in the balls and making sure you can't have kids no more, guess what? You infertile, motherfucker. That's how this is going to work. So if they come up and grab me from behind, listen, this will be the last time that they grab anyone from behind. You should watch those videos. You should watch those those haunted house videos. There's one in like Minnesota or something like that. And there's a, it's, it's like it has like a fence. Like a, no, like no, like don't. Hands are grabbing, they're like sort of grabbing people and holding on to them and stuff like that. And like you have to legit like cry. No, yeah. I'd break a finger. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm fighting. And uh, House of Torment uh, uh, here in Austin in February, they do this lights out thing. Did I tell you about this? No, it's all pitch black. No, mm-hmm. you, you go in a group, you get one glow nope. stick. Nope, can't use your phone. And, mo- nope. and monsters, full makeup, are coming around like mm-hmm. fucking with you. No. You gotta find the exit. It nope. takes people minimum, like minimum, like five minutes, maximum an hour and a half. TJ, no, I'm not gonna be then. And, for and an they, hour can, and a half. they can take your glow stick from you. And shit. No, they can't. <laughs> Do you imagine walking around in a circle, everyone all around this glow stick? Be like, no, here's the thing. <laughs> at some point in time, at some point in time, I'd be the motherfucker hugging the walls, so just yeah. screaming the whole time. Ah, get out of my face! Ah. No, no, don't play. You're gonna be swinging. You're just gonna be swinging the whole time. <laughs> and these, see, that's the thing. Y'all gonna get me sued? I ain't never been to jail. I ain't never been to court. And I, I'm gonna be up there. They'd be like, "How'd you murder this man? He touched me." He's Your a honor? man. He's a demon. Look at his face, <laughs> like, sir. I know I signed a waiver, but here's the thing: I signed a waiver to be touched. I didn't sign a waiver to be assaulted. I all pictured right? you in like a lawsuit. You're like in front of Judge Joe Mathis. Oh no, he's divorced. But like Judge Judy or something like that. And like this demon is in like a suit next to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at him, Your Honor. Look at him. Tell him how I'm. Tell me how I'm supposed to react. Uh, and the demon's like, uh, the the only crime I'm guilty of, Your Honor, <laughs> is um, is uh, showing up to work. <laughs> to which I would say, like, Your Honor, he should have gone to technical school, got yeah. some more skills. <laughs> yeah. This 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 man punched punched me three times and, and <laughs> called me a called me a. 
a bitch and, and told me. <laughs> nah, I'd be more than I was like, listen, you bitch ass motherfucker, you better not touch me. Put your mitts. Put your mitts off. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions Podcast Network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.